this begs the questions, have you fulfilled the request? Have you obeyed the requirement? Jesus requests, come to me, he says. Come to me. Not to anybody else. Not to your mama. Not to your daddy. Not to your husband or your wife. Not to your sister or your brother. Come to me, Jesus says. This is not a command. You don't have to come. Just by this statement, Jesus allows man to to exercise free will. But with this request, we understand that Jesus is saying that he's the only way. You can only come to Jesus, he's saying. There's, There's no other name under heaven by which we can be saved, which we must be saved. Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Jesus is the only way. He's the only truth. He's the only life. Come to me, Jesus says. You cannot get to God but through Jesus. John 14 and verse 6. Jesus is the only mediator between God and man. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2. He is the vine. John 15 and verse 1. There's no other way but through the one door. That's why Jesus says, come to me. Because he speaks the truth. He wants it to be up to you. To whom does he say, come to me? All, everyone, everyone. We're all sinners, Romans 3.23. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. He doesn't want anyone to perish, but he wants all to repent and turn to the one who can save. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Jesus wants everyone to come to him who labors. Those who labor in sin. Those who are dying because of sin. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. But not just sinners, those who labor could encompass those who labor and work. Your job has gotten the better of you. Those who labor in mind, those who labor in body, racked by pain, those who labor in the Lord's work, those who labor in love, but the work has gotten the better of them. Come to Jesus, he says. Come to me, you who labor. Those who labor in seeking the truth, you'll find it. You'll find it in Jesus. Jesus can help the laborer and the heavy laden. Come to me, you who labor and are heavy laden. Those who carry the heavy load of sin, you know who you are, you know you carry that that heavy load of sin and it's weighing you down and it's keeping you from being the Christian that you should be. It's keeping you from being as close to God as you want to be. Isaiah says, There is no peace for the wicked, says the Lord. Isaiah 48, verse 22. You're worried, you're afraid, worry and fear are heavy on your shoulders. Doubt, 
fills your mind. The weight of sin is heavy. The chains of worry and fear are long and strong. And if you're living in sin right now, you are a slave to sin. John chapter 8 verse 34. Sin is your master. And the heavy burden is taking its toll. The request is come to me. Jesus says, the sinful, the sin sick, the tired, the hurting, for those for whom life is just too much, the simple request, come to me. Come to me. And then the promise, I will give you rest. He says, I'll give you rest. The rest is not specified. It is a rest found only in Him. It's a rest from anything you need to rest from. It's rest for the weary, for the heavy laden. It's from sin. But only if you come to Jesus will it be forgiven. Only if you come to Jesus can you have this rest. There is no other source. And His promise is rest for the weary. When you come to Jesus, there's also a requirement. There's a requirement. Here's our command for the evening. If you choose to come to Jesus, you have got to take what He is giving. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you. That's a command. Come to me was a request. This is a command of Jesus. If you're going to come to me and you want me to relieve you of this weary, heavysome burden, you've got to take my yoke. The only way is His way. You're commanded to take His yoke. A yoke could be where, where two are joined and, and working together. Or where one carries a load. If we explain this passage as we are co-laborers with Christ, we have supporting Scripture. Paul said in Romans chapter 16 verse 3 that Aquila and Priscilla were his fellow workers in Christ Jesus, the scriptures say. And Paul told the Corinthians, we are God's fellow workers, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9. But another use of a yoke is metaphorically, the, the Jews used it metaphorically of, of any rabbi who they were learning from. That when you put yourself under a teacher to learn, you put on their yoke metaphorically and carried what they were saying. The yoke was all of the obligations it takes to be a disciple. And this has scripture back up as well. This, this way of looking at this scripture. Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. Jesus is the shepherd and we are the sheep. Jesus is the head and we are the body. We are subservient to our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ. One day every knee will bow. One day every tongue will confess. If we're going to be 
in Christ Jesus, we've got to follow his ways. You know, we understand that in a worldly sense. Some of you, or some of you young people, you're in the band. Well, you know, they're not going to just allow me to walk on the field. I don't care if I did have an instrument. I'm not in the band. You're in the band if you fulfill the obligations to be there. The practices, the uniforms, the band camp. You got to do all that to be in the band. The obligations to be a disciple are given by Jesus Christ. But the obligation to obey, take his yoke, that's up to us. Either way, a side question is, have you put on his yoke? Have you put his yoke on? Are you pulling? Are you working? Have you obeyed the command to take his yoke? Have you become a disciple? And have you kept the commandments? What commands? Well, Jesus commands to take his yoke. He also commands this. Learn from me. Learn from me. Take, take my yoke and learn from me. If you want this rest, if you want to come to me and you want, you want to lay your burdens down, you've got to take my yoke and you've got to learn from me, Jesus says. Jesus told the, the Jews in John chapter 5, verse 39, You search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. The scriptures, the commands center around Jesus Christ. We must never forget, as Christians, we follow Christ. Not some man or some book or or some philosophy. We follow Jesus Christ. We learn what we need to know about pleasing and glorifying God from Jesus Christ. Jesus said, learn from me. Learn what? Well, learn who he is. John chapter 3, verse 16. Learn from me, Jesus said. Learn from me. Learn who Jesus is. He's the only begotten of the Father. It says in John three sixteen. Learn what he's done. John chapter 6, verse 38. He's done the the Father's will. Learn what He came to do. He came to seek and save the lost. Luke chapter 19, verse 10. He came to seek and save the lost. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Jesus came to fulfill the law. And what the prophet said about Him, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. Jesus tasted of death for everyone. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5, the one who knew no sin, it says, became sin for us that we might be saved. Jesus died on the cross, was buried, and was raised from the dead. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Learn from me, Jesus said. You take up your cross and you follow him, Matthew 16, verse 24. When we learn who Jesus is and what he's done, we learn what he's doing. Now. He's doing things now. He's alive. 
He sits at the right hand of God, Acts chapter 2, verse 33. He is above all and has all power and all things are under his feet. Even now is the head, he is the head of the body, the church. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 through 23. Even now Jesus makes intercession for us. Romans chapter 8, verse 34. Listen to this. This is awesome. Listen to this. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. Therefore he is also able to save to the uttermost. Do you hear that? He is able to save to the uttermost those who came to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. Learn who Jesus is. Learn what he's done. Learn what he's doing and what he will do. He's going to return one of these days. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. But, 2 Thessalonians 1, 9, he will take vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel. Learn from me, Jesus said. Learn from me. Learn what he wants. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 32, that we would know the truth and the truth would set us free. The truth is if we want to learn from Jesus, we must love and obey what he says. What he says is found in God's word. That's what we learn. That's how we learn. John chapter 14, verse 15. We are told to hear the gospel. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, which you have done tonight. We must believe, Mark 16, 16. We must repent, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. This leads to salvation. We must confess who Christ is. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10. And believe all this and be baptized. Into Jesus Christ, Mark 16, 16. Be faithful till death, Revelation 2, verse 10. Jesus said, learn from me. Why? For I am gentle and lowly in heart. Learn from me and you'll get rest. You'll get rest. That promise is, is in this command. You'll get rest. Jesus is gentle, mild, meek, like like a lamb. Just like a little lamb. You know, Savannah had uh, to show her sheep this weekend at FFA. She had to show it, you know, for, for a girl who's not a farm girl, she got second place. That's pretty good. She had to show her sheep. They had these little lambs, though. They were so little. They were so mean. You know, some of those sheep, they were kind of big and kind of pushy. But this little lamb wasn't. It was meek and mild, skittish and hid under its mama. Jesus is gentle. That's what he's saying. He's gentle. He's mild. He's, he's meek. You know, one of my favorite really old poems. I like lots of poetry, but one of my my favorite really old poems is by William Blake. Little Lamb is the name of it. We sang this in high school. We were really good. 
This sounded awesome, and but the words are, are even better. Just, just saying the words are even better. It speaks to the gentleness and the meekness of Jesus. Listen, little lamb who made thee, dost thou know who made thee? Gave thee life and bid thee feed by the stream and o'er the mead. Gave thee clothing of delight, softest clothing, woolly, bright. Gave thee such a tender voice, making all the veils rejoice. Little lamb, who made thee? Dost thou know who made thee? Little lamb, I'll tell thee. Little lamb, I'll tell thee. He is called by thy name, for he calls himself a lamb. He is meek. He is mild. He became a little child. I a child, and thou a lamb. We are called by his name. And then he he switches it on us. He, He makes us the little lambs. Little lamb... God bless thee. Little lamb, God bless thee. This meek and mild Savior we follow can in turn give you that rest. Sweet rest. The rest we all want. Jesus is gentle. Jesus is lowly. The word here means humble, willing to serve. Jesus Christ is willing help for he is lowly he is gentle in his heart that's where it matters most isn't it for the gentle lowly heart the lowly heart of Christ is the, the only one who can give us the, that second promise of, of rest not just any rest rest for your souls the removal of, of guilt is so precious. It's through Jesus that the peace of God that passes understanding will guard our hearts and our minds. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7, the request, come to me. The requirement, take my yoke and learn from me. Both have a rest. Now how easy is that? Pretty easy, isn't it? Pretty easy. But it's not cheap. It's not cheap. This cost Jesus his life. And we must obey him. Jesus said, John 8, 31, If you abide, if you live in my words, he says, If you abide in my words, you are my disciples. You have proven so. You have come to Him. You wear His yoke and you learn from Him. You learn the way of life. You learn the way of eternal life. You know, compared with what the world offers, that's easy. That is easy. We must have a view to the end of our life, to the end of time. We've got to keep that in perspective, you know. We're we're not going to be here forever. We're not going to be here forever. We've, we've got to keep that end in mind that, that, that someday Jesus Christ is going to come back. And, and where will you be? Where will you be? If you don't know, if you're unsure, Jesus requests, come to me. But he requires... That you take his yoke and learn from him what you need to do.
His yoke is easy. His burden is light. I found it so. I found it so. Have you, have you found it to be a light burden? Have you found the yoke of Christianity to be easy? Well, then heed the requirements. Obey the requirements. Find the rest. Come right now. As together we stand in church.